We respectfully acknowledge the past, present, and emerging traditional owners of the land of the indigenous people, the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast is recorded, and pay respects to their culture and identity, which has been bound up with the land and sea for generations. Uh, hi, everyone. It's Badi Bekibelo here again. How have you guys been? It's been a minute, but um, welcome to another episode of Yans and Vibes. And I've got the usual suspect here, Kenny, Victor, and we've got a guest, but as time goes on, on Agujiam from Amba herself. So um, welcome again. This is Bali Belo, aka Sexy Tiger. Kenny never wanted to say that, but aka Ekoto to be, Ekoto Sexy, aka Daddy AFJ, you know what to do. Um, I'll let the other guys introduce themselves how we proceed. All right, Kenny, on to you. Hi, yeah, I, I don't have a lot of introduction like Badi, I'm just a simple guy. My name is Kenny, and welcome to another episode of Yans and Vibe. Um, um, we hope you guys enjoy this episode and every other episode that come after it. Uh, you does he hate me? Why, why, why would you call me? I'm not hating you now. I, I don't be see, I don't be simple guy. I'll be nice guy. I'll be sexy man. Just put it there. Put it out there for the ladies to know, bro. What's, what's your problem? Okay, yeah, man, <laughs> all this stuff. Wait, 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 Because I'm married doesn't mean. Be responsible like me. <laughs> So because I'm married doesn't mean it doesn't mean the, the, the ladies can't come to me, it doesn't mean the honeys can't come to me. They can talk to me, bro. Like, really. oh, all right. And you know a funny story is Dami is instrumental to, to Well me. you don't know how to keep something on that wraps, but the <laughs> <laughs> because I talk because I talk, because I talk old oh, no, let, let me get to her, let her introduce herself by, by the because I come to see them now, let me say everybody with that. I mean, you already like, told, you said you guess with Teresa said, but then you come again and you know that. Because I, right. I mentioned her name. Sure, you know how she would take Teresa said. Do you know if she has any aliases or, you know, she has a, 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 a nice right, one child like Okay. Hey guys, it's Victor right. here again. Nice to have you guys on this board again. Yeah, buddy. It's not, it's not. They come down. It's not to you again. What's your point again? Any small thing, body, 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 and I don't start. That, that means, don't mind these guys, don't mind them, don't mind them. They're not always like this. Maybe sometimes, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I'll let, I'll let that introduce ourselves, guys. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. I felt like I was holding my laughter for a long time. Oh, finally, I can talk. My name is Dami. Um... INE, I don't have AK, but. What do I say about myself? Um, thanks for having me on the pod, actually. Um, I think you guys have vibes, so I know it's going to be fun today. Zian's um, advice, love. Zian's advice. Yeah. <laughs> I love the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love the vibes already, honestly. Words. And um, Buddy, yeah, I'm instrumental to Buddy meeting his wife. So I'm going to be on my toes. No girls are coming your way. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. Hey, Dami, you thank you. You don't know about it. you know what's funny, right? Like because I don't marry now, girls going to be sick. This guy, you feel responsible. Though. They call it. They call it ginger. They call it clean me more. Like I'm okay. married, love. Like step back, fall Dami, back, bro. Dami, yes, Dami, Dami, don't bust my bubble. Yes. I'm going to keep reminding you if you forget at any point in time. You yeah. will never forget. 
She even forgets. She even forgets. She even forgets. She even forgets because. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, everyone. Oh. Um, Dami is going to be chipping in um, on the stories that we've shared with you guys in the past about moving into uh, moving to Australia and our different experiences with work, with relationships, with um, life in general, schooling, whatever whatever comes with life. So, um, Dami, is there anything you want to start with? Is there a very very interesting topic you'd like to start with? I see the intro. Should we give you a beat? Drum roll. Drum roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, see, let me know if you uh, keep your expectations high. There's nothing. I'm going to start flat as possible. Dami, um, I think no how flat you can start. Let me tell you stories for, about you. So, hey, then you wait you, for your time to say your if, story. If, let me if, say if my you don't say those ones, I, I, I go talk more. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, where do I start from? Okay, so I decided to come to Australia and I didn't know anyone here. Um, initially, my parents were a bit worried about that decision, but they just let me go because I always have my way with my parents anyways. Um, sorry that I'm more Michelle listening. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so I came in here, it was winter and I, I think I tried to hook up with someone. So I contacted someone that knew someone who lived here. Um, but I came in straight. Yeah. Silinko. Because when you say hook up. When I hear hook up. Oh, but I see you. Yes. So, you guys, your brain. Like first night. First night already. Can you be grounded? My hook up means. She said she's grounded. Yeah, it'll be grounded. She said when I stand for ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, my friend in Nigeria knew someone who lives in Melbourne and he introduced me to that person and told the person I was coming to Melbourne. The person was in Melbourne at the time. And so, um, but then because I was coming to do my master's, my, I already had um, connections with my uni and uni had already started like um, who's going to pick me up from the help airport and where they're going to be taking me to. So I think for me, it was straightforward. So I arrived at the airport. I met someone from uni who took me to my accommodation and I stayed in there. Um, it was pretty close to uni, so it wasn't so hard to like navigate in terms of public transport. Um, I feel like I feel like I can go on and on about how I settled down, but I think what what was like a major factor in helping me settle down was um, the person that introduced me to someone who was here. He actually told me about the sort of jobs I could get that could um, help me and support me as a student. Um, the I went to uni and I made I made a friend at uni and she's still my friend to date. So like we are counting almost six years of friendship. Um oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Nice. And she she was very supportive. Like she she she's been she was in Australia like a couple of years before me. And so she drew me around. Girl, that. We, we, we don't come out. What's him that that tall girl? What's my name again? Tall girl. Oh no, 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 no. I I met her afterwards. Like, do you want oh, her name okay. or you just want me to talk about Who's that? Or Kenny knows the person. Kenny, Kenny, when you do it, 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 
No, 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 no. She, she was, she was, yeah, she came to um, Australia briefly and she went back. Oh, she, right. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to drop too many. Is she Nigerian? Oh, yeah, she's Nigerian. 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 Anyways, where was I? Okay. Um, so, I'm trying so to you met a friend where... that you guys have been friends for six years. Yeah, we're still friends now until date. Um, the other guy introduced me to working um, options. And I got, a, I think, it, yeah, I had to get a certificate. I think it's, it's, it's age care. And I know okay. like it's quite common for most international students when they come to Melbourne uh, that I know of to do it. And then w- I had to get a certificate three in personal. I don't even remember what it is anymore. God help me. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't that interesting. <laughs> no, like I feel, was. see, that's the thing with my brain. I feel like old things just like, yeah, I can't remember. Personal care, yeah, personal care. That was that was the um, certificate training. And I met another girl while I was studying then, and and um, she was from another con- another African country, and she introduced me to a couple of more friends, and then that was where the home training that I had just ran oh, out of time. So, but I was I was open I was open to it. It was not like I was oh, pressured. Oh, 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 okay. You open it. You open to body, body. No, no. no. So, like, okay. Straight, I, straight. I feel like with body, I have to explain everything. I, 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 so no, what I, I, I mean, it's not that to comprehend the other thing. You have to break it down. Ah, Kenny, rough tackle. I like this. Let's continue. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think body always just thinks in a different way. So okay, so what I mean is that she opened, she made me like have fun socially, right? So, so I went out to parties, um, because you need balance here. You cannot just keep studying yeah, and keep yeah, working yeah. and not have that social life. Uh, yeah, we said, um, that, we said that earlier. Like you need to have the, the right balance. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And and me, I'm like very big on social media. Like you guys know, I post yeah. everything, and I. Oh, I yeah, I'm I'm that kind of person who feels like because you're posting a lot doesn't mean you're not matured because some people come with me with that <laughs> vibe. Well, I will post everything and I'm matured and I know what what I don't want to post. So what I'm sharing is what I want people to see. What I'm not sharing is what I don't want people to see. So I went. So I went. Quick question. Do you just share the good stuff or you share the ugly stuff as well? So I share the good stuff, but the thing about it, when I'm going through a really bad moment, I feel like if I share it, it's not going to, because the main reason why I'm sharing things to me is to make other people like, to entertain other people. And I feel like if I'm sharing bar- bar- um, sad stuff, like people are just going to be as bar- as as sad as I am. But there are some times, I mean, especially recently that I begin- began to start sharing really sad stuff. and. At this stage, I don't care because, yeah, that's just how yeah. I feel at that moment. <clears throat> but um, rewind to what I was saying. Um, I'll go back to what I was saying. Um, I I posted a lot of stuff and it, it, a couple of friends back from Nigeria were just like, oh, are you sure you went to do your master's? You're just partying. You're just mm-hmm. doing this and you're just doing that. And I was like, yeah, 
I went to do my master's and that's my business to get me. And then like, I just kept posting and going on with my life. I really enjoyed that time on all of that, like going out, clubbing and all of that. I feel like I will regret it now because I, I don't have the time to do it again. Because of how, my often do you do it in, how often did you do it in Nigeria? <clears throat> um, so in Nigeria, I went to, in my undergrad in Nigeria, I went to Babcock Uni and because it's a bit restricted, like they don't let you go out often. So what I did, they just my brother... Don't say, don't say a bit restricted. I, I don't like it. It's not far uh, Okay. No, no, no. Very restricted, bro. So that, that was why when she came here, she was open. No, I actually oh, didn't. No, I did not. That's not the case. Victor, that's not the case. case. It was, it was in the Babcock, case. That's the thing about you guys here. Yeah. You think that because back backlog is restricted, people don't do whatever they want to do. Yeah, people do. Look, okay. you, you know, you know what happens. You know what happens. See, yeah, like yeah. I, I went to University of Lagos, right? And Babcock boys, um, Covenant boys, and there was there was what's this other unit? Um, Madonna. No, 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 Madonna. Bowen. 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 Okay, Bowen. Yeah. It's like it's like once they come out like this. I up one boy in my car. I picked up one boy in my car and I will forget we're, we're driving from they just opened this club, um uh black something. Black Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I just opened the club. Sorry, I feel like I know everything. <laughs> I, I picked up I picked up I, I drove me and my friends and I picked up a few girls. So he, there was no person in the car. So he was like the fourth person, so empathy cash out. We didn't talk me like this, but I don't even vomit for inside my car. You didn't mad me. No, if you drink, why you go drink? As in, I wanted to slap the shit. I said, I, I parked. I said, you be like, you, you go calm down. Like, People are going to say bad day. I thought thought me that for me. I said, why you go vomit? This, like, this smell haunted me for like what? Almost two weeks. No, but I, back then, the reputation of all these schools, they were like, you know, private secondary schools, literally. Yeah. Like, I remember someone from Covenant came to Uniben. And she saw two people kissing on that Ebelebo tree. And I'm like, ah, they are kissing. And I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah. Said, yeah. it's a natural occurrence. Yeah, like, every that's day. That's that's the thing about that's the thing about They were open. Yeah. You know, you know, you know let's, 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 let's capitalize on, on Dami's words. They were yeah. open. Exactly. Uh, they were opened up. Yeah, as in, as in, the first time I tried a few times. Did I use that word open? Yeah. You were open, like a, like, like a flower. <laughs> yeah, they were like, they were like, they were like a, an open book. Just be writing inside. Only yeah. the blank canvas that needs to be No, no, that, you can't take it back, oh. oh like, okay, well, there, fine. So. Still, hey. Only treat your chest. Yeah, I feel, that's, that's, yeah, I'm going to. That's, I'm like going to. that's like the truth about that poor girls. Like it was like. Whenever they had that, whatever exit or whatever they had from the yeah, exit like, pass, yeah, yeah, that pass that they had over the weekend. Oh my god, oh, I can I can attest to that. So yeah, yeah, it was, it was very different. Yeah, the day as in oh god, I, that that be each for episode. That means on that yeah, our, I feel like I have enough. On that episode, that episode I will talk about all this. Extra, I will tell you guys to Babcock and all those private investigators. Oh boy, as in, anyways, me I didn't miss the, out though. I didn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't say that because I, I wasn't allowed to do it in Babcock. Then I came to Australia and decided to start doing it. I just literally continued what I would have done back home, but maybe just in a much more freer environment because obviously there's no call for you to come back home mm, if I was yeah. in my father's house. All yeah. right. I think um, I think one question 
I would like to ask is because in the previous episode we also talked about stuff like this is um, again I'm not capitalizing on when you say open but when you mean open like for example I use, I use an example I when I came I had friends I used to party with right and they were open to everything they did everything so were you open to um, drugs or kind of you know like I, I the first time I saw cocaine was in Australia and they were offering it to me for free the first time I saw Molly was in Australia and they they were offering it to me for free. And the first time I realized that girls could swing both ways was in Australia, bro. Like, this girl is kissing this girl. She's, she's kissing this girl. And I'm like, you know, like, and I got a free pass. Like, okay, enter now, you know, that kind of. So when I when you say open, like, you know, this is this is a free zone. Nobody could judge you. Anybody, no, this, nobody would only pass for you. If anybody want to crush for you, I'm going to go find well, we only pass you. Yeah, yeah, we're really passing that. That's the point. Kenny, Kenny, not try out. Kenny, not try, not try out. Not, not try me. Not try me. Not try out. <laughs> okay. So yeah, yeah. So when, when you say open, like yeah, go on. Tell us how like um when you came in, like the things that that shocked you at first, the things that you like. Oh, okay, this happens here. Like I can do this, you know. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I'm struggling to remember why actually, I, I, like when people say they always have cultural shock, I think I always, I, I really mean, I'm, it's so hard for me to relate because I have to think deeply um, to what, what exactly shocked me when I came here, but uh, it's hard. I can't, I can't, I can't really think. I, obviously when I came was the weather, but then I think, yeah, I think people are a bit more understanding of situations people are a bit more um so i give an example i could approach my lecturers like so easily um while i was at uni as opposed to back in nigeria where it was more of like you reverence your lecturers they were like a bit more like, well, like oh, demigods. To, yeah, yeah demigods sort of yeah. yeah but here i felt like i was a bit free it made it made learning a bit more relaxed mm. and easier knowing that that person that is is teaching you is also approachable. Um, that was from the education aspect. I think the other side is like how young people are here and how, how much things they're they able achieve. to do. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> achievement and like socially, sorry, I just clear my throat. <clears throat> yeah. So like I had friends that were like 18, 17, and they were already doing things like, like, going out like i mean from 18 they were already clubbing their parents were fine with that like they were drinking they're smoking i think that shocked me i know that in nigeria people are young and they do it but they don't do it in open spaces like they mm. kind of yeah. have to do it yeah, yeah but here it's more like oh that's fine it's okay like if you want to do that it's okay so long as you're not harming anyone in the way like just do whatever you want to do so yeah. I think to me that that shocked me a little bit. But I think I might have to think deeply as to what actually shocked me when I came. But it's because it's so hard. I feel like I just came in and just went in and just blended so quickly. Yeah. Uh, so like, you, is that a function of um, your your friends? Is that a function of maybe the friends you met? Maybe, you know, like how they introduced you to other people, you know, like, or maybe how friendly you might have been or like, Something must have, you know, put you in that space for you to be able to do all those things and for you to be able to open to all those things, you know. And and that thing is that a function of, you know, maybe you being a girl it was easier for you to blend in, or, and you know, sometimes I feel like uh, because you're a black girl, 
there's pros and cons to it. So can you, can you tell us a bit about that? Um, I think for me, I'm, I'm very adventurous. And that's why to start with, mm-hmm. I picked Australia. Like everybody, everyone around me in Nigeria, we're thinking of Canada, the UK or the US, but I decided mm-hmm. to come this far. So I'm very open to like meeting people. I'm open to options. I'm hoping to try things with caution. Um, <laughs> let's just put that caveat there before someone starts asking me so what have you tried I'm holding I'm holding all these things like this but the good thing but is they, it, it might not be on this episode so don't worry okay about. right because I, I feel go, like it's I go like, ask oh, you okay no, no. so what did you do <laughs> mm. Yeah, so I'm open to things. I also had friends that were really, really good people, genuinely good people. Like they were not expecting things in return. They were just giving, doing things for me. And that made yeah, me different. Male friends or, or female friends? or, or, or oh, It was majorly female friends. Most of the female friends I had wanted something. So I wouldn't say they were giving things freely. They, there's always like so a backhand to it now. What did they want? <laughs> <laughs> they want to... They want to eat my work, and I don't want to I'll just be straight up there. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so most of the time, I try to avoid such friendships. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, yeah, I the ones that came out straight to me, I. I was able to put that boundaries. I had I had really clear cut boundaries. But the ones that I actually wanted, like I was like, okay, cool, I don't mind hanging out with this guy. I don't mind hooking up with you this guy. Them, you, don't, you give them fuck a knife. No, they do not use my work. I'm just asking. I don't ask the question. Well, but wait, but but the, um, quick question: Did you appreciate the guys that came out outside? Absolutely. I knew. I knew Victor was going to ask that because Victor is that is that is, is not is that now kind of because person. you may say, okay, okay no, but, yes, you now you appreciated them, but you turned no, them down. I was not interested. So, now, exactly. It might, it might be, it might so if you're playing this light game, maybe down the line you might have been interested. The, the thing is. Um, I can count how many people came out to say I want to eat your work. They always come out first by saying, oh, I just want to be your friend. They come out by doing things and eventually comes out to show that that's not the true intention. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've not met a guy that just comes out to say, hey girl, can I eat your work? I want work? to eat your work. Yeah. I want to eat your work. Can I use fork and knife or would you like me to use my hands? Like, I'm, yeah. Uh, that's a use handle. <laughs> so, uh, do you well. get me? Like, it's hard, it's hard to find guys these days that actually come out straight to say, boom, I want to eat your work. Because it's a shock as well for the girl, yeah? Like, yeah. do you get me? Yeah. So, they always rig my role and they're like, oh, turning around and eventually it comes out. But then if I'm not interested, we just keep it moving. So, but for the girls, in terms of girls, yeah, I had friends who were just giving without expecting things in return, which actually created a new definition for friendship for me. Because oh, most of the time, I'm used to friends. I'm used to wanting to pay back favors, right? And so when people are just giving freely and they are like, this is actually doable. Like, you don't necessarily have to expect things in return when you give out or when you help or when you're there for someone. And it made me more comfortable around them because I'm I'm that kind of person who who once someone does me a favor, I'm already thinking about how to repay that favor back. But 
when I'm comfortable around them, it's more of like, don't worry about this. I'm doing this because you're my friend. Yeah. Um, and so that allowed me settle in easier. But those, those yeah. of friends within Nigerians or within a mix, a, mix, a mix of people? So I, did, I didn't have a Nigerian friend except from the person I was introduced to when I first came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, okay, well, I knew another person who we came in at the same time. So technically we couldn't be friends, friends, because we're trying to, we couldn't figure really out. help each other because we're trying to figure out things figure out. out. Yeah. 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 And he was also figuring things out himself. I was figuring, we were not hanging out most of the time, but the people I was hanging out with most of the time Where were, were from? Kenya, Malawi. Oh, they nice. already know themselves now. I'm sure if they're listening. It doesn't um, matter. That's okay. I mean, they're good people. Um, yeah. But I wasn't friends for a long time with them. So like I wasn't close friends for a long time with them. Yeah. And then after like two years or three years, I met Nigerians. Oh, okay. So it took you, it, it took you that long to meet Nigerians? And it didn't take me long to meet Nigerians, but it took me long to be friends with friends Nigerians. With oh, well, fair. Yeah. 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 So would you classify them as what? Good friends, useless friends? Like, tell us more about the, the friendships that have been really good, that have been really good, and friendships that have been really bad. Yeah. So yeah, um, the friendships I did make while when I came in were actually very helpful ones. Um, I would say that at the time, I I was grateful for having those friends. Like I was happy to have had those friends. Um, kind of made me settle in easier. Um, looking back at it, I probably would have adjusted some things I did then. I probably would have um avoided some situations then. But I'm not gonna regret situationships. it. Not situationships. <laughs> hey, I, I need I, to be I, I very just, mindful of what I'm saying. No, no. I will yeah. always say this kind of thing. Just say what you need to say. Like, just go. <laughs> okay, right. Um, I get you. Um, I will. I, I was uh, looking back at it. I think it was great for that time probably not great for this time which is life in general like you look back and you say oh maybe that would have worked then but maybe not worked out i probably would have made some adjustments yeah but i think looking back at it at that time those friendships were definitely were absolutely like totally right for me and they helped me settle in they were good people and i couldn't um have asked for any better but i would just say that if I, to avo- I, if I were to advise me back then, there were some things I would probably tweak here and there um, to okay. avoid some situations, yeah. So, like, when you say, like, there's some things you tweak, like, yeah. um, say, for example, someone is coming to Australia, a black girl is coming to Australia first, like, what suggestions, not advice, because nobody, nobody's happy about Like, what's, what, what suggestions would you give them? You know, say, for example, a girl is coming in as a student and all that, like, how would you tell her, like, Pave away. What what, mm. what do you she should do differently? Hmm. Okay. You, I remember you asked me a question. I'm going to answer this one, but I remember you asked me a question about like what shock, what yeah. shock I had. Yeah. For yeah. a black for a black woman coming from Nigeria, mm. I was surprised that I couldn't just walk around and find like a hair salon to make my hair. Oh, I was surprised yeah. that <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't go to the supermarket to get um foundation powder in my color and no, those no, were meant no. to be like drugstore shops um 
So those were shocking. I, I the, the cost for making braids was like exorbitant. And I think that was one of the things that made me to actually start making my hair myself. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think so, a, lot of, yeah. a lot of girls come here and I re- I've realized that someone can make, make hair and everyone like kind of goes to her. And then if two people can make hair, then like they switch, they switch. Make each other's hair. Make each other's yeah. hair. That was happened. I was, I was also listening to a podcast. I don't mention their name anyway. Um, and they had this girl on, she was in the UK and she's Nigerian, but she was born in the UK and she moved back to Nigeria. She went back to the UK. She, when she started growing up, she realized that all the shades that they had in makeup lines, none were for black girls. None. Like even the darkest one for people that were tan, see yeah. their faces look light. So yeah. you, you tend to realize like, are you guys not factoring us into what's going on or is it because we are in your country or and she said it took her I think she's she's now into um she's into that industry and after a while I think she mentioned one particular brand that had very close ones to for girls but I think I don't know I, I don't know what, what it's, it's like now anyway maybe with fancy yeah. and that, you know, yeah. yeah yeah girls have more options and all that but yeah yeah and yeah yeah I'll tell I'll tell a black girl that okay, pack when you're coming, things you should pack, pack hair extensions. Um, try to learn how to make hair before you come. If you can, if you have the time, if not, just program your mind and know that you will spend money on your hair. Um, get your makeup stuff. It probably will last you a year or two before you settle in. But I know that right now things are a bit different. Um, there's more, there's there's Fenty, but I'll say Fenty is high end. So in case you want something cheaper, um, you there, there's a lot of businesses springing up here and there now in Melbourne that actually. I was going to say like, yeah. is there option for maybe you can you know buy from Nigeria, buy from somewhere and you know send it here. Yeah, but then the shipping cost. Yeah, but like people like as I said, people can uh, look into it from as, as a business. And, you know, you know, yeah. someone can even look into it as as as, as a form of as business. A, as a side hustle. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this is this is this is us putting people on now. Um, if, if, I, if I have people doing this business now, not, not for you, not for you, not year round. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I'm sure people are short of it at yeah. some point. Yeah. I've, I've gone for thinking about like, it is different people. from doing it now. Sorry, go on, go on. Yeah, true. I've gone for African festivals and when they have like kiosk and like trades and you find like a lot of ladies selling um foundation makeup tailored to african women but i still feel like you see those drugstore brands the one that you go to like walmart in the u.s and then you yeah. can find like five dollars two dollars kind of thing yeah. kind of product you you should find it in places like chemist wealth yeah. but when you go there you obviously don't find the shade you want and that's where i actually first visited places like kmart this is like I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously I'm a student. You're a student yeah, you don't yeah, I'm not so, yeah, 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 I'm not going to be going sense. to Sephora to like buy that, makes that much. Sense, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. Oh, all right. So that's like so. Were those the major cultural shows or like anything else? Like you know, like for example, as a black guy, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. For, first of all, I didn't know I was black until I got to Australia, <laughs> and I didn't know, I didn't know. What do you mean by you didn't know you were black? You didn't know you were black. Like, I'm in Nigeria. Everybody's everybody now. Nobody gonna look me say black person, you know. You know, like you know how when I came, I I don't know if I told you that story of this lady was looking at me in the train, like you see, 
in the tram like classes, you know. So all those kind of things, and then someone I, I, I told you that someone came to meet me and said, um, so how big is your madingo? And I'm like, it's me madingo. I see, like, you know, some things that I had no knowledge about. You know, and then she was just laughing and then she, she left. Now when so person talk I'm again, like someone else said it again later, and I'm like, shit, that's what this guy was saying. You know, like st- stuff like that, just little, little, little acronyms, little, little slangs uh, that I yeah. didn't know anything about them, you know? So, even if um, they don't say anything, like you just being yeah, in a space talking about white people, yeah, you know, it feels icky, uh, so to speak, for lack of a better word. Mm. Like, it takes, no, for a first time comer, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. just white people, like. After a while, you get used to it and you're like, Benny, shift. I think I got used to mine really quickly, even from the airport. Like, I was changing planes at Dubai. And yeah. obviously, immediately you move the plane that takes you from Nigeria to Dubai. You find a lot of Nigerians on there. Then the one that's yeah. switching from Dubai to Melbourne, then it's probably like the, a completely different. You probably be the only black person on that one. Then, that's what, yeah, that's what and then like the food is different as well. Like yeah. the one coming from Nigeria here, like there's a lot yeah. of people ordering chicken, and then the one coming from here from Dubai to Melbourne, there's less people ordering chicken. There's more people ordering steak, and there's more people yeah. ordering vegetarian options. So you see that yeah. switch. They served Yaman yeah. stew on my flight from Nigeria. Yaman stew, what airline is that? I love Yam. Yes. I'm going um, to go um, go go had. Actually, I'm doing actually, it. Yeah. Yeah, the first time they gave me that, I was like, whoa, what but is this? But Yamu's still is nice. People were speaking, but, it was like, as if it was Molway. I'm telling you. Like, but as I got to uh, Middle East, Australia, almost, <laughs> nobody, just me. Nobody. Said and one other Nigerian yeah, that and went there's together an in the old, plane. old lady that was looking at my hair. She was like, oh my God, your hair is so nice. Please tell me she did how not touch long, it. How long did it take to get your hair done? When you're talking to me, I'm tilting backwards, like before your hand touches me. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, your hair is so gorgeous. Even when my hair is rough, like now I have my hair tied in this. So, um, it's actually quick, rough. Like, right? um, and I'm around, if I'm around black people, wait, but, I know not to but, take um, my hair out. Quick question Did you appreciate but the guys that if came out with the like, other okay, white folk? Yeah. Talk too much. They still think that my hair looks cool. Not anyway, now, because you may say... Because it okay, means okay, I don't yes. have to change my hair you, often. No, you appreciate them, but you turn them down. So, <laughs> so I'm leaving my life here. Honestly, uh, for that reason, exactly. everyone so is still commenting my hair. Your hair maybe is down gorgeous. Line, oh my God, how long interested. did it take to get your hair done? Well, how do you wash it? Did you suck it? Did you do this? Did you... And I'm like, uh, I just put my hair in. Like, it's, they still make me feel like my hair looks good. So for that reason, I'm happy to be around... Um, um, Australia, the Australian white population because I, I know I don't have to stress to do my hair. But if I'm around oh. my other African people, they're going to start calling me. Yeah. Hair needs to change. Hair needs to change. So, uh, see, that's a benefit for uh, me. That's I'm a use handle. Like, yeah, yeah I like that. Is that like a regular struggle for, for black girls here? It is a regular struggle. It was a regular struggle. It was a struggle for me when I came here. I took my hair the hair I came in with lasted for, uh, anyways, my friends know I'm very nasty with my hair anyway. So I'll just say it. I took the hair for like three months. <laughs> three months is no more now. Uh, no, go make a regular lady. That's too much. Like I, No, for braids, the tiny, tiny ones. It wasn't tiny. Like you could see the hair falling apart. Like, cause uh, you know, Melbourne's oh, okay. weather is like dry and harsh. You could yeah. see my hair dying. Like I just go in, put it in the shower, I'm like, yes, people still think my hair is cool, anyways. So, are you serious? 
Yeah. So I, I know most ladies, they go with braids for a very long time because they can't be bothered to change hairstyle. So just braid. Yeah, you're right. Boom. But depends on the kind of braid. It hardly happens these days, though. Most ladies would not take care for that long. But do you have a plug? Do you have a plug these days? Do you have someone that you go to if you need to get your hair done? Oh no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't pay for my hair to get done. I my friend does my hair sometimes. I but do my hair sometimes. I do my hair. My, no, no, no. We just help oh, ourselves. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we help sense. ourselves to do the hair. Relax. I'm like not thinking about it. If I help else, myself yeah, now, yeah. we help ourselves. I, You're gonna I, be I, like. <laughs> it's, just, it's not yet time for me to ask you. It's not yet time for me to ask you because I feel like I feel like I've made a lot of a lot of. And I also do my hair too. Black girls that come here and then all of a sudden they swing both ways and be like, yeah, I tried it, girl. I'm like, what? Yeah. Where are you coming from? Is back home, they're trying, they're already swinging now. Back yeah, home. yeah, back yeah, home. they're swinging, but it wasn't like, like when I was when I was in uni and all that time, it wasn't, it wasn't very, it wasn't very common. Ah, my friend, one of our friends, his girlfriend told him, she told him that, um, I'm thinking of quitting because there's this other girl, she's asking me out, I don't know what to do, I don't know who to choose. And when he told us, we're like, Chriso! Chriso! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Benny, are you mad? This is your chance. <laughs> Call all of together. But now I know it doesn't work like that. Yeah. But, no, yeah they've been doing... Now, now if you say yeah. that, they, they give you this dirty look like, what are you saying? You know? But, no, yeah. well, it depends on who you're talking to. But yeah, it's, it's like, it's a very, very... I was listening to a lot of people chat in Nigeria as well. And I've seen that that's a very, very common thing in Lagos now. Like you have, and the, you know, there was like a meme that I saw on Instagram and it, the meme goes, uh, yeah, you think something like, uh, you think your girlfriend is with another man. Is another woman that your girlfriend is sleeping with when she says she's not with, you know, she, she's with her parents or something like that, you know? Yeah. And technically she's not with another man. Yeah, she's not, not with her. Yeah, she's, a, she's another man, man, woman or woman, man, whatever. <laughs> Another woman. So, yeah. so, I mean, um, how did how did um, what's it called? How did getting the job? How was how how was that like for you? For like from from a black girl's perspective, or from you know from an Nigerian perspective, how did how how did that work out for you? You know, how do people view you? Your your hair, you know, maybe your style. Obviously, mm-hmm. style is going to be different. But as a black girl, can you just tell us about yeah. that a little bit? Yeah, quickly, the first job I got, I didn't have issues because there's many black people doing it, the personal care one. But when I stopped working there and I started working in like a corporate space, I think that's where it hit me like really, really differently. And that was because um, sometimes I didn't feel confident enough. I felt I just I just felt that. Because I wasn't like them, um, they might be second guessing what I do. My accent obviously is different. Sometimes I roll my tongue when I'm talking really fast. Um, and so there's some words that are kind of chewing and doesn't come out really clearly. And someone might hear it and then be like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then that shows me off. And I'm like confused. So it, it made me at some point lose confidence in even what I'm saying. Sometimes I'm actually making sense. But when someone startles and say, what did you just say? Oh, uh-huh. Like... I just forget everything. So I, I kind of struggled a little bit at, at work. Um, I had a really, really supportive boss who was well-traveled. And I think that makes a lot of difference. Um, she's she's well-traveled and she actually did help me like get through work easily. In terms of hair, uh, there are some days I don't feel like doing my hair. I just want to put on wig. 
But then I start thinking, yesterday I came in with my natural hair. If I decide to come in with wig tomorrow, someone is going to be asking, did you change your hair? And I'm not up for this conversation. Okay, well, I'm just going to go with my natural hair. Okay, today I don't really care. I'm going to wear a wig today. Just get ready. You're going to get questions. Oh, are you going to end up telling them you wear a wig? Oh, yeah. Okay, today I'm going to tell them it's a wig. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a wig. Oh, it's a wig? <laughs> yeah, I've, seen, I've actually seen that before. I can't remember who exactly it was. Like, she was, she, one day she was there with her natural hair braided and all that. And the next, she had a wig on. It was like, oh, wow, your hair looks completely different from yesterday. It was like, yeah, it's a wig. Oh, it's a wig. It looks very good. Wig, really? Is that... You know, it was like a big fuss about it. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, this is. I'm like, wig is a common thing. Like, yeah. your celebrities in the US like wear yeah, wigs, wear wigs yeah. every time. Yeah. Like, like we need to, we need to actually, we need to, we need to be very. I don't know. It's very hard to tell someone, but it's very hard to tell someone. But I think we as like ladies or Africans in this space, we need to actually be confident in saying it's a wig. Don't be too mm. afraid to like. Or rock up to work with any hair that makes you look fabulous, makes you look beautiful because you're actually changing your look. You don't have to dye your hair. You don't have to color your hair. You can actually slap on wigs or change your hairstyle as often as you can, which I could not do because I was a bit like timid and shy at that point. Mm. Yeah. But knowing you, you don't appear to be a shy person. So um, <laughs> I think that brings me to my next question, right? Yeah. Like um, when you got into the corporate space, how like how was that for you? Like how did you? I think is how did you get in the corporate space? Like the process of getting the interviews, you know, like how did you feel about it as a black girl? Because you said something, and I'm going to touch on that because I think I want to do a full episode about that. You know, you said something about the perception, how you perceived yourself. Um, I'm trying to do a, like an episode about that. I'm also trying to organize a seminar about that because it is a very daunting issue among um, migrants, among black people most especially. But I'll let you um, talk about that first. Yeah. Um, God, I forgot your question. Uh, my question is like, um, how do you get into the corporate space? What were your challenges uh, yeah. as a black girl? Um, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't really challenging because... Okay. Initially, the reason why I was able to get that job I got was because two reasons. I had an experience while I was doing my master's, like mm-hmm. a <clears throat> like a volunteering position, which was paid. Oh, yeah. That sort yeah. of put me on that level. Okay. And when I went in for the interview, I was going for a position in the... Because, you know, I did a personal care assistant role. So it was yeah. the same company that has like a marketing team that I decided uh, to right. it was an internal move. move. So okay. I felt yeah, more confident sense. because I knew the office and yeah. I was just going for a different role within the organization. Okay. Uh, when I approached my interview, I'm actually a confident person in terms of my skills. Like I know, I know my shit. You get that, me. Yeah. Um, so um, when I go in there, I totally forget I'm a black person. I try to communicate clearly because that's the only struggle I find to be the, for me. I try to communicate clearly and then I tell them everything I've done. Once I open my mouth and start telling you everything I've done, I'm not bragging yet, but when you hear it, you know that this person knows their shit. Yeah. Um, but that I was confident at my interview and I didn't, I didn't get the role I initially went for. 
I'll be honest okay. with you. But after like a week, the person I had the interview with called me again and asked, told me there was another role available. Okay. I would not, I'll be honest with you, it did not match my degree. So the role I was going for initially was what I thought I was um, qualified for, but the role I was offered um, would not have matched my master's degree. But mm-hmm. I didn't look at that as a determined. I just saw that as a stepping stone to actually getting up there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, so I accepted that role, even if it was the entry level for that department. But I knew that that was going to put me on a good, um, yeah, on like a good Ocean, note. Ocean experience and the and yeah, this, you need that, that you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I think my, my 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 question was like, see, I'll give an example um, about 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 myself, like. Um, when I was in Nigeria, I worked with a company called Conga for a very short period of time because I was running my own business, but I thought, you know, I just needed to, you know, change the environment, change the scenery and all that. Anyway, I worked for a company called Conga and I was working in back end for their um, customer care. And I later started doing um, a bit of telemarketing for them. And that was when Samsung S, S, S4, S5, S4, S5. When it was about to come out, because that was the year I came to Australia, but I did it for a very short period of time. Anyway, and I was good at it. They wanted to make me team leader for telemarketing because, oh shit, we sold the other stuff because obviously, and I know it's a bit of, I just sweet mouth and all that, you know. And I came here, applied for a role in, um, I don't want to mention that name, it's, it's an energy company. And I passed, I, I passed the interview, you know, and I got to the next stage. You know, and then this is like we do role plays, and <clears throat> I was in a room with four white people. I was, you know, and um, we were supposed to ring the. I think it wasn't the 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 customer care manager. You know, just ring him and try to sell like sell energy and just blah 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 back and forth. Yeah, and I had two other people do it or three other people do it before me, obviously. This is a country, you know, the accent was different, you know. And when I was talking, I stutter. I've, I've always said that, like, I stutter a bit. And when I was, so you can imagine me that I stutter, and then I see all these, all these guys doing this thing freely. And I felt like in a room of five people, like, my confidence went from, if you know me, you know how uh, I talk. My confidence went from, yay high to completely low in space of like what 10 minutes why because i i spoke to someone and they're like what uh, yeah you know and it was my turn to speak to bring the person and you can't believe it after this torturing like um um so um, um, um to make matters was they are like can you speak louder i can't hear you and i just lost it and yeah. i don't know so i think my point is but my point is, you know how earlier you were talking about working in that space kind of dwindled your confidence, like the perception of it about yourself, because that happened to me. You know, like can you tell us how you're able to like, you know, overcome that bit and you know what were like the bit of the challenges in that area, how you you're able to build up your confidence back into, you know, the level that your confidence is now within your working capacity. Okay. I don't work there anymore anyways, but um, I, I still oh, yeah. see... Yeah, but I... I think 
I I was surrounded by like I was in a team that was very was very diverse not not diverse in terms of ethnicity but like well yeah. traveled well traveled people yeah yeah so they were accommodating but when it has to do with dealing with external people or dealing with other people I was not confident because I kind of came in with that perception that I was a black person and. Mm. My my ideas might be different from other people's ideas, but the moment I opened my mouth and started talking, and my ideas were actually considered, that that gave me a lot of confidence. The thing is, you never know until you actually do or try or say. Yeah, um, yeah. Even if it feels like someone says what 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 what, that might just be their reaction to someone that. I mean, we, we're not going to lie. You, you hear other people talk with accent and sometimes you don't hear them clearly. But maybe the way you react to it might, might not be like, what? Uh, what did you say? Sorry. You might just say it in a nicer way so that person doesn't feel terrible about their accent. But, um, it, and you can't control how people react to the way you talk. But I just learned that I, so long as I realize that I know what I'm doing, I have the value, I have... I have the information, I have the idea, I have the content. All I need to do is just accept that I can't control how other people re- react to how I say it or how I communicate it. I just need to just do it and say it and try. Make up the suggestions. Half of Most of the time, people would reject your suggestions. Like it happened a lot of times. Like someone, mm. someone it still happens to me now anyway. Someone, I come up with an idea and someone says, mm, nah. But then someone else comes up with that same idea and they're like, hmm. and then you begin to question, like, is it the way I communicated about- the idea? Or is it about me? Is <laughs> yeah. it like, is it because it's coming from me? Or is it because I didn't... Yeah, is it because... These are the times when you sort of feel like, oh yeah, there's some element of race in it. Like, Yeah, then I start questioning I, it. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't and, know they're doing it, they're just doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what did you use now? Some of them do know. Some of them do know. Sorry, in regards to communication, like you were saying, you know, back home in Nigeria, where we just mix all the languages of American English, Australian English, British English. Yeah. So when we say something in American language, they'll be like, what was that? Because yeah. I remember when I was working, I was like, take out the trash. They use rubbish here. Yeah. yeah. So someone walked up and like, wow, are you from America? I'm like, I was like, yeah, I was from America. I was from America. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much easier than correcting them. Oh, no, I'm from Nigeria. In West Africa, is this? I just went with the flow, yeah. right? I yeah. don't have to be correcting your ignorance. Yeah. So I think that also affects the way, you know. I don't know. I'm just trying to look, look for... Um, yeah, I like... People. Yeah, I wrote something down one day and I just went to pull it up for my phone now. I said that when someone tells me I speak good English because of the color of my skin, I feel like that's, that's microaggression. Yeah, that's offensive. That's microaggression because if we, we're not going to lie. Because I'm black does not mean I should automatically not know how to speak English. Yeah. 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 Um, and I understand that not every black, black nation in Africa speaks English, some speak French, some speak Spanish and all of that. But just because I'm that color, you wouldn't see a okay, I will not go there. But because I'm that I'm that color doesn't mean that I cannot speak good English. I feel yeah. like in terms of like touching on what you said, Kenny, like like there's 
racism, I feel like is deeply ingrained in our society that yeah. most of the time they don't even realize that they are perpetuating it. Yeah. Do you get me? Like but making statements like making statements like uh you speak good English, it's actually a form of racism. But mm-hmm. no one realizes that and people can actually slip into that area. And subtle, subtle words like that actually makes you feel, you know, some people might say that, oh, that's a good thing. Someone is commenting on your English. No, that's not a good thing because I've been no. speaking English all my life. Yeah. Do you get They're me? Extremely ignorant. They think English yeah. is just a white people thing. Not knowing the British went to half of the world and everybody's speaking English. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. There's a lot of that ignorance because what you've come to realize, like when you travel to these countries, like this quote unquote Western countries, there's a lot of people uneducated. So, you know, when you come in from Nigeria, you're thinking, oh, yeah, all these people, they know, you know, stuff. But when you get there, you mm. realize all they know is to speak their language, which is English. They're not really educated and they, they can't fathom a few things beyond the possibility of the realms of where they live. Like, oh, this happens in Africa or this is the way of life. Like, I remember. You know, this this was a very, very ignorant comment from a person that is um, Nigerian, Australian, like the mom is white and the dad is Nigerian. And, you know, we're, we're having a chat one day and she, she's, she's, you know, she's like in her 20s, in her mid-20s. And we're having a conversation one day and she was like, because she, you, you know, her dad never really... Um, took her to Nigeria. She doesn't know anything about Nigeria. All she knows is what she sees online. And I don't even know how long ago she Googled anything about Nigeria. She was like, oh yeah, how is Nigeria now with all the roads, the building to go from town to town? I'm like, what? Did you think we swung up trees or with monkeys or with thousands? You know, you know that sort of ignorance. And I'm, I, I couldn't blame her too much because it's the fault of her parents, of her dad, I should say. But at the same time, I can imagine that's the sort of conversation she'll be having with her mom or people from her mom's family because... But it's a dad's, it's a dad's place to, you know, tell her this thing. No, no so, but so that's the, the thing. Are, so the parents are divorced. So the parents are oh, divorced. Okay. And the dad has okay. left their home like a long time ago. She has a couple uh, of... So most of all these kids, if you check their curriculum in school, they teach them only about Australia and Oceania. Yeah. yeah. Not in yeah. around the world. Highest yeah. point in Australia, blah, blah, blah. Whereas where we're coming from, we know more about the world. Like when a Nigeria lives in Nigeria, they already know their ways from books. And I feel everything. like it, yeah. I feel like in Nigeria they, they teach us more about the world than even about. And not about Nigeria. Nigeria. That's, that's, that's that's another thing. Yeah, yeah we know we know so. You tell a, a, a regular Nigerian to. Uh, I mean, I'll just digress a little bit. You tell a regular Nigerian who, who are your past presidents. They are like stuttering. Ask them about America's past president. They can do everything for you. Yeah, yeah, so I think that one is on us on that area. <laughs> like, yeah, anyway. Uh, somebody asked on Twitter, what's the highest point in Nigeria? I have no idea. What's the highest so, point? I, I, I don't know. I forgot I don't to. Know. I, I to but, <laughs> Let me Google. <laughs> but I forgot to. But I know, I know there's Mount Everest. I know the highest point is in the highest point in Nigeria should be hold on. No, 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 um, let me see where it is. Sorry, actually, that website I was quoting is a UK website, so I'm just gonna find something else. Um it's in Niger State. Oh, okay. Yeah, Niger State. 
uh, well, we need to do the research properly. Sorry, I don't always just go by one one person's response. Mm, okay. So there's different there's different places. It's mostly in the north though. Taraba, Ninja, Bornu. Yeah. Are like highest points. Yeah. All right, Dami. Omar, like yeah. you've been really you've been thanks for sharing all this with us. Do you have any more any more stuff you want to share with us? Any more comments you want to make for people that want to maybe move to Australia or people that have been living in Australia or you know like any of your um, openness that you're willing to share with people that are That's what Bani wants to hear. Let me talk. No, that's that's from the episode, definitely. But like yeah. on, on more ways to be open. And, and this is not this is not me talking about what you guys think, but yeah. more ways to be open, you know, m- making friends, making lasting friends, and you know, mm. like ways to, you know, tread their own parts in, in Australia mm. as a black girl. Mm. Um, yeah. I think when when you're coming to Australia, when you're thinking about coming to Australia or any other Western country, in fact, I think you should first of all know what your values are, like know what mm. you stand for. Oh, God bless um you. No, when you come in here, make friends and trust me, if you know what you stand for, you can easily sieve out the good friends, the helpful yeah. ones and the ones that might not be helpful. Sometimes you might meet the, you might meet some friends that you feel like are not going to be helpful, but you might still need them for a point in time. I, I, I was saying I was saying that everybody I was saying that to Kenny Yeah, and you need the good, that you need sometimes the bad, you they are useless, the but you need to hold them and because they might be useful. Because Kenny is like, Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> That's how Kenny well, I understand like, Kenny's oh, perspective. Oh, you don't oh. want to be carrying a lot of baggage, yeah. Yeah. But just sometimes you need those bad, so to say, friends. I'm just, I don't like to say people have bad friends, but like in quotes, bad, bad, friend. friend. bad friends. You bad need bad, bad friends bad sometimes bad life. <laughs> you guys don't have bad friends. People are not bad. What if you're someone else's bad friend? I know. I know. I know. I'm a good person, though, but I bring bad ideas. Okay, well. You bring most of the bad ideas. You're a good person, no doubt, but you have very, very, very bad Okay. Okay, so maybe we do it this way. If you meet good people with bad ideas, still, you don't necessarily have to think they are bad people sometimes they help you get through life and they teach you something along the way um just but, but, but as i started know what your your values are know what you stand for do a lot of research about where you're coming to like know what the from from online you can get a lot of information if you know friends here already contact them and try to reach out to them when you come in make friends i feel like friends trust me when you're new in a space Friends actually help you settle down quickly than you can actually imagine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. But, but don't you reckon sometimes your friends that you make might actually also shape how you you your perspective your perspective in in Australia? Absolutely, and that's why I started off saying that know what you stand for. Like I, yeah. I've got values. Yeah. If I see something in someone, I'm like, mm, now that person will not do it for me when I talk to the person, and I just keep it moving. Do you get what I mean? Um, You know what your goals are. You know why you're here, right? If you're here to study, you know you're here to study. If you're here for a job or if you want to immigrate, you know why you're here. So even if you're meeting someone that is not on that same level or page with you, you just know that you're going to drop the person at some point and then just keep it moving because you already have your goals standard. It's when you're confused and you don't know where to go to that someone can come in and just 
But don't you reckon sometimes a lot of people get confused? Like, you know, say for example, someone was, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not using this as a bad example. But mm. someone, was, someone was shielded a lot in life in mm. that country, which happens a lot. And then they get here and there's all these options and, you know, stuff. You know, as a black girl, like, I feel like you're, you're very open, you're very susceptible because white boys are like, oh, this is new. Your employers are like, hmm, this is not like, how do you guys, you know, how, I know you said values, but how do you like, you know, shape it like, okay, this now it's me, I won't do, I know go do this one, blah, 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 you know? Mm. I don't want to throw advice in the air because it might not work for everyone. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, no, no. That's well, like, it's, it's, for, not like, it's just for suggestion. Me, yeah, for me, I would, I, would, I would say that you should try to, um, <laughs> you should, sometimes you learn from mistakes and I'm always that kind of person that allows people to do whatever they want to do and when they, if they fall into a trap and they come out of it, they will learn from it. They will oh, know that enough. they won't go back there. So I'm, I'm, I'm always for yeah, trying yeah, things yeah. out. So you guys, you've um, heard it from Dami. Dami said you should no, fall inside of the No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am not advising you, but that's what I would tell someone who's really, really confused. Just try things out. Try it. You, yeah. that's, you try it, and then if it works for you, you know that works for you. If it doesn't, you know you're never coming back to it. Oh, yeah. And um, if he doesn't that, try it again to make sure, you know, I don't know about that. Don't, don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> Dami, thanks for, thanks for, thank, um, like, thank you for, for coming on here with us. We really do appreciate you. And I'm going to get you on, on one or two more episodes to talk about that openness. You, uh, maybe, more, maybe more than one, one or two more episodes. We'll see how we go. Like, oh, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that means better vibes. That means has another, another set of, another parts that she hasn't told us today. So that's another episode. Kenny is involved so in that beat, bro. Kenny is involved in that beat. No, 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 Kenny no, no, is involved, no. but involved. No, but Kenny is involved. Involved in don't worry. Anyway, anyway, worry. Thank, you, thank you very much, Dami, for coming on this episode. Really um, thanks, thank Dami. you. And thanks you guys for um thank you guys for listening. And um this is Friday. Becky Bello, blah 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 blah. Yeah, all right, that's that's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. All, all right, right, thanks guys. Yeah, bye. Bye. Dami, you want to say bye? Um, bye guys. Thanks for having me as well. It was fun. Yeah, no worries. Bye. 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 bye.